our weekly perceptions. Welcome then to another podcast, not in my car again, as I usually am doing, but not this time. Uh, as always, when I'm doing an interview, I like to do that this at home in my comfort of my settee. And uh, I was on this guy's web, webcast, podcast even, um, not too long ago, Incrementum. I'll put a link in it in the description. And uh, his name's Charles Farmer, and I thought it'd be really great to get him back on my podcast and find out a little bit more about him. So, Charles, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me to come on the show. Thank you. Thank you for, for joining us. It's, it's awesome. Um, so... For people who don't know the, the podcast Incrementum, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am 22 years old. I'm a university student, but I've been on a placement year this year. So basically, I've spent a year in industry and I've spent seven months in San Francisco and four months in the Netherlands. And I'm finishing up in Reading, working for another large multinational company. And I first started getting into podcasting during my time in San Francisco, where I was the host of a fitness orientated podcast. Um, And it's something I introduced into the startup company I was a part of because I wanted to drive traffic to our website in a new sort of way they hadn't tried before. I was involved in a lot of content marketing there. So I just started really um, recording monologues on different fitness topics, anywhere from hormones to how can um, setting goals help you reach your, your the fitness level you want to reach faster and things like that. And then when I left the company, obviously, it's their intellectual property rights. They own the podcast now because it, I started it whilst I was there. Yeah. But I do, do still do some freelance for them. And I really wanted to carry on podcasting because it is it's, it's great fun. And so that's why I started Incrementum, really. Cool. So tell us a bit about what it is that you're studying at university at the moment then. So I'm studying international management um, and that really covers a wide range of different business topics from finance to marketing, brand management to different sort of HR modules like managing people and what else does it cover? Really, yeah, really, so it was quite varied. We do all sorts. You can choose some optional modules, for example, treasury management and things like that. So you do get some some sort of a, a opportunity to, to carve your own path. If that makes sense. And has digital always been something that's actually a passion for you? Then I think. It really started my passion for digital when I was in San Francisco. And I think that's because I was surrounded by people um, who are so passionate about technology and, and so um, enthusiastic about entrepreneurship and getting, you know, having sort of side hustles online and having different um different hobbies whereby they're creating different passive income streams for themselves using the internet and that's when I started getting into it and it started off really social media marketing I started growing my own social media account a travel account I have where I just used to post pictures for my friends of where I've been because I've been lucky enough to do quite a lot of traveling and just started delving into that and using lots of different mediums to find out about how I can grow my social media and within six seven months I grew that to about nine and a half thousand followers um, so that's really where it sort of was born and then obviously alongside that it's the digital platform of the podcasting going alongside it and all the sort of advertising and promotion that goes alongside the podcast. But it's really, it's quite a, quite a new passion, I'd say for me. I think it just got highlighted by my, you know, by being surrounded by people in San Francisco who are so driven and ambitious. Cool. Excellent. Um, I I think it'd be quite interesting actually to ask you a bit, a bit about internships for people and, and anybody out there who might be potentially looking at it. How did you 
go about getting so many amazing internships? I mean, like you say, you've been in San Francisco, you were over in Europe, you're back in the UK at the moment. So you've had an opportunity to experience a lot of the world, which is what people would like to do, like doing traveling and gap years, but also learn a lot in the same process. So how did you go about getting yourself into these places? Yeah, so firstly, I'd start by saying I I really um, got into this in, during my gap year as well, because I didn't do the sort of standard stay at home, work, save some money and go traveling. I actually moved to Abu Dhabi on my gap year for seven months and I worked in a school there and also played some rugby part time. So that's where it sort of my interest in working abroad and gaining experience whilst working abroad began. Um, and obviously, because I had that experience, it was potentially easier for me to apply to different jobs and then um, the companies have an interest in me as well. So my university course at Bath University in England, um, it enables you to take a placement year like I'm on and you can really do what you want with it as long as it sort of fits with the criteria of the course you're studying. So obviously yeah. I'm doing international management. So as long as I do something that will be uh, building on the, the theory that I've learned in the classroom, um, putting it into the practical sense, that's really where uh, they, they want you to go down. So the first internship I did in San Francisco, I was quite lucky because the university have several sort of relationships with companies all around the world from Singapore to uh, obviously in San Francisco in America to different places in Germany. So I was lucky in that respect and I applied online um, and because we had this relationship with a company that was pre-existing, I managed to secure an internship there. Awesome. And awesome. then, yeah, the, the one in Europe I was actually based in the Netherlands and I found that via LinkedIn. I was just looking through, wanting to find my own internship. I thought rather than go down the university route again and see, you know, potentially go for the easier option because we have a pre-existing relationship, maybe yeah. try and go out on a whim and get my own internship where it's really purely reliant on my skills. And obviously, yeah, applied to it, had a phone interview and then um, was lucky enough to get the job. And I think it is based off my different experience obviously working in different markets around the world that's really cool that's really cool so talking a little bit more about the digital aspect of things um, and and what you've learned along the way um, <clears throat> obviously your, your your intern year isn't completely up yet but it's almost there what do you feel over the last whatever it is to what 10 11 months or so uh, you feel is the biggest lesson you've learned about digital Oh, wow. Um, I would probably say just the the versatility of what you can do on the Internet and the different ways you can create a revenue stream for yourself or even just different ways you can put content out there. I hadn't ever considered a podcast in the past, apart from when I was thrown into the scenario when I had a broad task of trying to drive more traffic to a company's website. So then you start delving into the world of podcasting and then getting more involved in Instagram and blogging. I was also writing a lot of blogs. And I think that's where my interest really started and it just took me then um, to dive really deep into it and find out what I can actually do in the internet and how I can create a hobby for myself that's also going to create a revenue stream so that's when I started looking at drop shipping and and all sorts and I think the, the biggest lesson really is just I don't think I ever necessarily thought that or recognize that the internet could have such a variety of ways of just connecting with people around the world and also creating a, uh, a job for yourself or even a hobby. It, it, I mean, it is amazing when you, when you realize that actually suddenly you've built this community that you didn't even know really could have existed in the first place. 
Precisely. I know. I mean, it's crazy to think even on my travel Instagram page, uh, you know, nine and a half thousand people was the height of what it was. I have been because I've been obviously in an office for the past uh, two months or so. I haven't been putting much content out there. And obviously Only so many photos of pencils you can take. Yeah. Precisely, precisely. <laughs> and because of the algorithm changes, my reach and engagement's gone down and all sorts. And obviously the algorithm changes so often. But it's just crazy to think at one stage, nine and a half thousand people were interested in following your life just because you're putting out content whereby you might be adding value to someone's life or, or sort of provoking an emotion in someone, where, whether it be jealousy or envy, or they obviously they reminisce about that place you went to as well. And as, as we know, people buy an emotion and, and when they buy into say your social media channel it's the same way as making a purchase in a shop anyway they're they're doing it on an emotion i feel that's what i learned when i was putting up photos potentially it didn't get as much reach or engagement it was because i put them up there because i felt that content was needed rather than thinking will how will the audience respond to this content is it going to evoke an emotion in someone is it going to uh resonate with someone does it have any value in the in the message i'm writing in the, in the sort of caption yeah and that's cool and and so moving on to incrementum because obviously you've mentioned it a couple of times and i was kindly invited on it a little while ago do you want to tell people more about the podcast itself rather than obviously podcasting as a as a, a medium because obviously when you come come to Incrementum, it's quite a broad range of people that you speak to. Yeah, so this is probably against the advice of many, many marketers and other professionals because I haven't really stuck with one niche. And the reason being is although you know everyone talks about finding your niche and just sticking with it and obviously making content different to what else, everyone else is putting out there, but you're going to find your audience because they are the people, the avatars that want to listen to those types of interviews. But I, because I am doing it as a hobby and because I'm doing it to learn myself, I wanted to bring on a vast sort of range of people from adventurers to marketers to who entrepreneurs to who else have we had professional sports athletes, influencers, because there's one thing or a few things, obviously, that these people all have in common. That's because they're constantly, like yourself, trying to learn new things, trying to teach others, trying to put value out there, trying to grow themselves as a person. And that's why I wanted to get other people's opinions on how you can do this, whether it be growing your business or growing uh, your personally, and try and see what the correlations are between these people who are carving this sort of path. And we've had some amazing people like um, Omar, who has climbed the highest mountain on each seven of the seven continents. So Everest, he's also skied to the North and South Pole and is now training to be an astronaut. Incredible. Mary, I know, Mario Rugby's walked from South Africa to Egypt. Yourself, we had an amazing chat about video and how the world, you know, how video is just changing the world of digital and how it's changing the way we consume um, content as well. It's just, uh, it's, it's been really interesting. And, so it's, and, and I guess that's the main thing as well is for you, and I think for anybody looking to create any type of content, it's got to be interesting for you in the first place. If you're just making something because you know it's going to get picked up on an algorithm or somebody's, you're more likely to get a lot of listens because you're talking about porn or what have you, but you're not really interested in that subject, then that kind of shines through on the content that you create. Because you're creating content that you're interested in and passionate about, that will also shine, or sorry, not will also shine through, does also shine through on incrementum. That's, yeah, definitely the case. I mean, if I was 
just sticking to entrepreneurs, for example, I know that some of these interviews, I would be going through the motions rather than finding people that I in particular want to speak to, if that makes sense, that I feel that will drive a different sort of conversation and we can have an interesting chat. Um, and obviously I understand and I do understand that potentially it won't have the same sort of reach ever that uh, different people's podcasts might have if they are sticking to a particular type of person. But I feel that if my podcast can help me learn and also enable me to have interesting conversations and then people can tune into the different interviews with the different types of person that they're interested in, whether it be the entrepreneurs or the adventurers, that's fine because it's just a platform for me to share these interesting conversations that I'm having as well with others and they can learn from it as well. Yeah, absolutely. There's one thing I try and um, insist on people doing is creating content they're interested in. Um, I, I just I, I I cannot reiterate that enough for people when when they're looking to create content for the, even their businesses and I'm like well is your business something that you're actually really passionate about and so, some people it's like well no it's just a mean to an end and you go well what is it you enjoy doing and the, you end up finding out they enjoy sailing and you say well do something about sailing then instead and make if you're passionate about that that could eventually become your job yeah I mean that's the conversation you and I had on my podcast as well that you sort of uh, ended up finding your route to where you are now as well it's uh you realize this is something you're really interested in and you went for it and i think that's the biggest thing isn't it that's the, that's the concern people feel like they are taking a massive risk but it's going to be worth the payoff because if, even if you're you know living a happier lifestyle because you're doing something you love then obviously it's worth the whatever risk it may be absolutely and, and it, it doesn't hurt to try and fail which is a, again a, a lesson i like to try and uh, make sure people get out of it so incrementum where can people find it so incrementum is on apple podcasts it's on spotify it's on player fm tune in pretty much all of the podcast players and all you need to do obviously is just search incrementum and then obviously if they want to tweet me because i'm really receptive on twitter in particular because i re- this is obviously something i've learned from digital you have to find where your audience is and i wasn't getting that much traction on facebook nor on instagram but twitter seems to be where i'm getting the most engagement so um i i ask people to tweet me if they have any questions or if they want to suggest anyone to come on the show and the twitter handle is just at incrementum underscore pod fab stuff and um before i let you go then um somebody out there listening to this wants to go on an internship what do you say 100 percent, go for it i think the first bit of advice i would give is just to really um recognize that what you're you're doing is you are you are basically learning a lot of soft skills and that's i I find internships in particular you are developing soft skills how to sort of interact in a multinational environment or in a different cultural environment with different you know intercultural team it's um and then as you start to build these soft skills and start the company you're with start to recognize that you are capable and you do want to take some responsibility and you're quite autonomous with your work you'll start being getting sort of a larger responsibility tasks where you can learn tools such as project management and everything like that and honestly it's helped me so much as I said I'm on my third internship now and just having those two prior internships from this year really helped with the interview process not only because I was able to talk about so much you get asked a whole host of competency-based questions situational test questions and you have answers to those you don't have to pluck them out of the air but also because 
once you've done these internships, you start to recognize that an interview is a two-way process. It's not just you trying to impress the company because um, you're trying to get to work for them. They also need to be the right company for you. And I think that's what the that's really what the internships have helped me recognize that I need to find the right working culture that right that's right for me as well. Uh, yeah, no, one, I could not agree more. 100 percent um thank you so much for chatting to me charles and taking a bit of time out of your day and um i'm hopefully a lot of people will head over and uh, check out incrementum that would be great yeah i'd love to welcome you and obviously uh as i said feel free to tweet me or anything like that even if you've listened to one of the episodes and i'll definitely get back to you fantastic thanks ever so much charles thank you very much for inviting me on the show again cheers bye this podcast has been a perception studios uk production